the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Originally from Mission, B.C., now living in Fort McMurray, Alberta, Becca is an amazing country singer, and she is joining me on the show. She has a new single out, and the new single is called Fool My Heart, and she co-wrote it with Byron Hill and Roger Brown. Pretty good company to be keeping. Let's welcome her now to the show. Welcome, Becca. Thank you. Yeah, they are good company to keep, absolutely. I, uh, you know, I try to raise the bar with my friends so that I, I'm always... <laughs> on the on the uphill trying to get up to where they're at so they're they're great mentors in that perspective well they always say that uh you know you've got to write up so you've got to you know get with songwriters in this case and find ones who have done it longer and better and because uh, they've got the experience that's why they're better and try to rise up to their level it makes sense no it's uh it's just like a sport you know you always want to be on a, a team that kind of pushes you harder and and, uh, you know, shows you uh, how to come at things from a different angle. And, and they also have an incredible amount of business experience, too. So it's been uh, it, the time with them has been really valuable in that sense. And I've also just become good friends with them. They're, um, they're hilarious, wonderful guys. And, and uh, you know, they're a couple of classics that I, I just really enjoy being around and, and sharing old stories with them. It must be a real exercise in precision when you are with songwriting experts like Byron and Roger, aside from the friendship and getting along, they must really know how to get to the heart of a song. You know what? It's uh, If you ask any songwriter, it's really weird the first time you go in and do a co-write. Um, you know, songwriting is a very personal thing. It's, uh, you know, to, without sounding cheesy, you know, it's from the heart. And, and oftentimes you're, uh, especially, especially in my case, you're expressing some pretty like, deep dark feelings so it's tough to um to to learn to co-write with people but i'm so glad that i had incredible teachers like them because you know it's a little scary to sit in a room of you know these gold records and be like okay well maybe i'll i don't know like (laughs) should i even say anything because their lines are probably better but it's a it's a lesson in confidence uh in your own skill set and it's you know, it's it's a big challenge, but I think over the years, the last couple of years I've been working with them, uh, I've certainly grown as a songwriter and uh, and definitely as a co-writer because it's a whole different ball game when you're you know you want to be make sure that you're heard and it and it's still have your stamp on it, but you also obviously really value what they're bringing to the table. So it's an interesting melting pot when you bring in a brand new uh, you know to them anyway a brand new artist with uh, mm-hmm. some very established guys in the industry. Pretty amazing. Uh, Byron Hill has written for Alabama and George Strait. George Strait's first number one hit back in 1982. And, and, and the list goes on and on. I, I would just be here all day talking about the hits that Byron Hill has written. But connecting <laughs> with know. them, how on earth did you connect with Byron Hill and Roger Brown? You know what? I went to the CCMAs uh, three years ago, and uh, and I was with my dad, who uh, Kenny has. He's been in the industry forever. He's been a touring mm-hmm. musician my whole life, uh, and most of his. And he's one of those guys that if you've met him, you know him, and he he remembers you. And you know he's a really friendly guy. He's always got stories about everybody, and 
Um, and we were standing in, in the kind of the dining hall waiting to go in uh, for one of these uh, event dinners. And he says to me, he goes, do you know who that is? And I said, no. He goes, that's Byron Hill. He wrote uh, Full Hearted Memory and, and all started listing all these songs. And I went, man, all right, well, we got to go say hi. And he goes, uh, no, 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 it's fine. We'll just leave him. And I just kind of looked at him like, is there actually a person in this room that you don't know or don't have a story with or whatever? <laughs> so I thought, well, now I have to go and say hi. So I walked up over to them and, uh, and Byron was standing there with Roger and then I just introduced myself and said, Hey, I'm a new artist. I'm, you know, from Canada. They were super nice. And uh, I gave them my card and he kind of, Byron just kind of slipped the card in a stack of, you know, 35 or 40 cards that he already had uh, at this networking <laughs> event, put it in his shirt pocket. And I yep. thought, well, man, that's, that's really cool. I got to shake his hand for a minute and say hi. And uh, by like midnight that night, I was at another event and I got a, uh, an email from Roger and then about half an hour later from Byron and both of them said, you know, we're just blown away with your writing and, and your video looks great. And, you know, when can you get on a plane? And, and it's kind of, it just went down like that, and it was awesome. Wow. I still can't believe it. <laughs> Pretty incredible. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's an amazing thing. What a great story. And you mentioned that uh, your dad, Kenny Hess, who's a great country artist himself, and obviously he's been an influence on you. Maybe, maybe talk about uh, your dad influencing you, and then outside of him, uh, the artists in the country music world, and maybe even other genres that have uh, had an influence on you, Becca. Yeah, absolutely. My uh, my dad has, of course, been a huge influence uh, on me as an artist and just as a person in general. But um, you know what? He was. I think he was the toughest on me out of anybody. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, your dad was a singer, so he wanted you to be a singer. But I think because I'm his baby girl, he, he looked at it like, you know what? If you're going to go into this industry, it can be very ugly and very tough on a person. So, you know, if you want to do it, make sure you're going in you know, not just because you want to have a Spice Girls bus and a bunch of awesome outfits, but because you want to be an artist. Um, you know, so when I was a kid and I'm like, yeah, I just want to be, a, I just want to be a star. He kind of was like, all right, well, you know, call me when you want to be an artist. And, and uh, it sounds really mean, but it was, uh, you know, it was huge. And then when I actually came back to him and said, you know, I've been writing songs and here they are. And uh, ever since then, he's, you know, he's been my biggest fan and my, my number one supporter and, and the first person I go to for guidance, whether it be with writing or, uh, you know, how I'm presenting myself or, uh, you know, touring, anything like that. He's uh, definitely the, a great connection to have in the biz. And, you know, he's a, a little bit biased towards me, I guess. So that works out well for my, <laughs> in my favor. Um, but I mean, we grew up listening to all his favorites, right? He loves all the classic guys, you know, Merle Haggard and, uh, and Conway Twitty and Leslie Frizzell and all yeah. those good, all those good old guys. Mm -hmm. So, I really grew up with some classic sounds. Um, I, you know, I loved all the music from like the fifties and sixties, uh, you know, the Etta James and, and Ray Charles and, and that kind of stuff. I, I fell in love with all of that, which kind of translated to some newer sounds for me with, you know, Nora Jones and John Mayer, and, uh, Ray LaMontag, people like that, that just, they make their own records. They're not necessarily worried about what radio or what uh, the record companies are doing, because as you and I both know, that changes, I think, daily. Um, That's right. They're really the artists that just kind of get out there and, and, uh, and make the music that they believe in and just floor you live. Those are the, those are the people that inspire me the most. And I think have, uh, have really guided my direction with, with uh, my performance and with my writing. Have you been to a concert, Becca, where you, you went in, obviously, 
loving and enjoying that artist's music, but when you went and saw them live, you were blown away and had a new respect for them as an entertainer? You know, actually, you know what? That's happened a couple times. Um, there's just been some some incredible people I've I've been able to see live uh, in the country realm. Anyway, one of them that I just couldn't believe was uh, was Travis Tritt. You know, he's got such a great sound, and that's you know such a classic country voice. But when you get to go mm-hmm. and see him live, he does this like. 30 minute segment in between where it's just broken down. It's just him and a guitar and man, he can sing and play and you you just, you know, you know, he has great music and then he sits down and and he's just such a talented musician. It's, you know, it's really unbelievable, but um, yeah, I've I've definitely been lucky uh, working in the music industry, both as an artist and, uh, and producing a, a festival and different tours. I've been able to see some really great acts and anytime that they sit down and, and can, you know, hold an entire room captive just with an instrument and their vo- and their vocals is uh, is always something that gives me a whole new respect for that artist. Yeah, it's amazing how it can be the big productions that uh, catch your eye and ear, but it can be the exact opposite when, as you said, Travis Tritt is just him on a stool, guitar, and and, and that's all it takes. And I saw him do that at Casino Rama uh, in Ontario. Uh, this was several years back now. He did the same thing, and he does his song, which is "Tell Me I Was Dreaming," and, uh, uh, oh. and all, all his other great you. songs. It just kills you. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm big into that. I always this is this new song, "Full My Heart," is very, it's very light for me, and and uh, I love it, and it's something fun for the summer, but. At the end of the day, I want to be the girl that makes you cry. And I know that sounds terrible, but it's like that's, you know, that's the stuff that gets me, you know, just even talking about other people's music that, that like, like that Tell Me I Was Dreaming song. And you just get goosebumps and think like, oh, yeah. you know, you feel that person's like pain. And, and that's the stuff that gets me. And that's, you know, that's what I try to. Uh, that's what I end up writing anyway, and whether I like it or not, you know, that's kind of what comes out. So um, anybody who can sit down and just be completely, uh, you know, vulnerable like that is is definitely Mm -hmm. top of my list. Absolutely. That's such a great part of uh, country music and music in general, those kind of songs and and that kind of emotion. Uh, Let's turn to your song now. We have plenty more to talk about when we return with my guest, Becca. This is her brand new single. It's called Fool My Heart. On in the country.
And that is Becca with her brand new single. It is called Fool My Heart from her upcoming album, which we will talk about now. So, Becca, this is the follow-up to your album, Here's to Us. It's brand new. Tell me a bit about uh, the progress of it. How far are you at to completing it? Um, you know what? We're uh, we're kind of taking a different direction on it. We I've had the last, like I say, the last two and a half, three years to work with Byron and Roger and a, and a bunch of wonderful uh, producers, uh, Lenny B. out of Nashville. And, uh, you know, we really took the time to just pick some favorites out of all of these songs that we've been writing. So I'm going to release a couple of them. I've got another one coming out in uh, in September and another one in the new year before the full album's going to come out. And we're kind of, you know, taking, taking it bit by bit, which is so tough for me because I just want to, you know, I just want to, shout it off, off the rooftops and be like, here's the record. So, um, you know, we've got, we've got a lot of it done, but we're also, uh, you know, I'm hoping to hear some feedback from the fans and, and, uh, and, you know, see where people's heads are at, if they're liking the new sound and, uh, you know, kind of go from there. But we've, uh, we've got a few great songs done. I'm actually back in the studio tomorrow afternoon here in, in BC, just doing some, uh, some vocals on the next one. And, yeah, we're just going to keep the train rolling. I'm I'm really excited about this one. Now, when you are when you approach this project, uh, did you consider outside songs, songs by other writers, or was the plan to write or co-write every song on this one? Um, you know what I I think at this stage of, of the career, being so early in it, I'm I'm so busy writing and and you know finding my sound and and. Uh, kind of putting myself out there as the artist that I am that at this point I you know I really want to write the record or at least co-write the record um you know on my last album here's to us I wrote or co-wrote all of those songs and um if I to me every time I talk to somebody I'm like yeah I'm a songwriter you know and they're like oh well do you sing and I'm like oh okay yeah I'm an I'm also an artist but in my mind and <laughs> in my heart I'm a, I'm a songwriter first so um, you know, when it comes time to get to record stuff, I definitely am going to pick out of my own hat before I, uh, before I look elsewhere. And there's some mm-hmm. amazing songs out there, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit selfish while I can and just play my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And is there a song on this album that is going to make us cry as you talked earlier, how, you know, you want to affect us that way and get the emotions going. Is there, is there one of those songs, uh, recorded for this one? Where I'm just a bully. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, there's a song coming out in the, in the new year called In This Town, and uh, it just kind of talks about, I mean, I've lived in Fort McMurray for 10 years, and it's, uh, as you can imagine, it's not necessarily one of the most incredible places to look for true love. Um, so uh, I, I ended up writing In This Town, uh, and uh, it's definitely, if, if you made it through here to us and didn't cry, you're a robot. Um, but you're, I'm, I promise I'm going to get you within this town. <laughs> Something to look forward to on the new album, In This Town, and uh, we're going to be playing here to us in a few moments. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, you know, being a songwriter and thinking of yourself that way almost as much or more than a singer. Uh, as a songwriter, do you have a song in your catalog, Becca, that you are just waiting to get in the hands of a certain artist, however that process works, the middleman and so forth. But is there a song you feel you have that is just right for so-and-so? You know what? It's fun to think like that. And, and uh, you know, that's kind of the dreamer in all of us is to hope to do that. Uh, Byron and Roger have been incredible. We've actually pitched a couple songs um, in some different directions to some really classic, great artists, um, you know, and still kind of waiting to hear back on that. I know that it's it's sort of a, 
a very inclusive group. So once you're in, you're in as far as being able to, you know, pitch to some of the, the big names right now. But um, actually my dad and I wrote a song um, that, uh, that we're really excited about and, and we were planning on pitching in the new year here and, uh, you know, to some of these some of these newer male artists, I guess he's not even that new, but a guy like Chris Young would, uh, to, mm-hmm. to us, is just, he's got that classic sound, he's, you know, he's traditional, even though he's, you know, still in, in the new wave of country, and uh, we've got a song that he would just absolutely kill, so, uh, you know, we're, we're going to do what we can to try to get it into his hands, we'll send like a carrier pigeon or something to his house, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, you can send one back, and we'll get that conversation going. <laughs> That is awesome. I love hearing that. Uh, that's a great wish all the best with that. Talk about an exciting call or email to, to hear that an artist like that is cutting one of your songs. Man. I, I can't even imagine. No, I uh, I don't drink, <laughs> but I'd probably be popping some champagne, just even just to hold it, just to feel fancy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, and that occasion <laughs> would call for it. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, before we get to Here's to Us, uh, the title track of your last album, and I'll just let our listeners know they can head to your website, Becca.Global. So it's not a .com site, it's .Global, and I love it. It's You're a one-name wonder already, Becca.Global. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's all you need, one-stop shop. It is everything you need to know about Becca is at that website. Uh, before we turn to the next song, uh, let's talk about uh, you know the the, uh, the tragic wildfire disaster, of course, in Fort Mac. Uh, Eighty-eight thousand, as I understand it, locals evacuated and you know on the news and just uh, tragic for everyone mm-hmm. involved. Uh, but you were part of the healing process and in fact uh, organizing events that raised I think close to thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, we. Um, I was one of the people that was evacuated, uh, of course, because I've been in Fort McMurray for for ten years, um, and uh, we drove right through it. I like literally melted the plastic off my front bumper, evacuating the city, and uh, we were one of the lucky ones. Our house is still standing. Uh, and about three days after I left Fort McMurray, um, I got a call from one of my friends, and and she says, "Get in the van, you know, we're going." And uh, we packed up what we could in supplies and we drove back up to Fort McMurray and we worked uh, actually directly at the EOC, um, the uh, emergency operations center there in uh, at Mac Island. And we organized donations that were coming in and uh, cooked and, you know, made a whole bunch of coffee and just tried to keep uh, the firefighters and uh, first responders taken care of. Um, so we were up there for about four days, um, you know, sleeping on army cots and doing the whole thing. But it was it was literally the, the least that we could do. Um, you know, both of us made it out of there with not only our wives and, and that of our families, but, um, you know, some of our belongings and, and our houses intact. So we were we were thrilled to be and honored to be involved in uh, some of the healing process of what I consider my hometown. So many people, not from just the local area of Fort Mac, but across Canada, reached out to help you guys. Honestly, it's been absolutely incredible. I know, um, I know. When we all first left, we of course we were in a bit of shock, and you know we were just glued to our phones, to Facebook, trying to check in with people and see if they were okay, and you know how they got out. You think of everybody immediately goes, oh, you know, what would you pack? What would you grab? Uh, you know, how would you get out? But there's so many people that don't have family in Canada or in Alberta, for that matter. They don't have, uh, you know, maybe they don't have a mode of transportation to get out. So there's, there was all of this going on that people just had no idea 
um, you know, where people were and, and how, you know, what was going to happen next, how, how to move on from that. So uh, all across Canada from, you know, from both sides of the country, people were calling in, they were sending money, they were uh, sending supplies, they were driving and just showing up to, to help. Like it was, it was unbelievable. So we all, um, you know, we are all grateful for, for everything that has happened uh, since the fires and, and people taking us in. And I mean, I'm standing right now in a bedroom that I've been staying in for whatever it's been, almost two months now, um, with family friends who just took me in for a couple of days that turned into a couple months. So <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's been incredible. And we all definitely feel that love from all across our country. Amazing. Let's turn back to some music from you, Becca. And this is the title track of uh, your previous album called Here's to Us. You mentioned before that this one will uh, get the tears going. And tell me a bit about Here's to Us before we play it here on the show. Uh, Here's to Us is, uh, is one of those songs that I think, guy or girl, you can relate to it of just that moment when whatever has happened has hit you uh, in this case was a, you know, was a relationship and it was like, you know what, I'm not going to sit here and, and uh, be heartbroken anymore. So I'm going to give myself one night to be as heartbroken as absolutely possible. And, uh, and then, you know, and then move on from there. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I handle things is I'm like, okay, you got five minutes to cry and then you got to be a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, let's share that song now from my guest, Becca. This is called Here's to Us on In the Country. Thrown away The smell of you makes me believe 
And that is Becca with her very moving song called Here's to Us. And, of course, you can uh, check her out online at Becca.Global. And she has a brand-new album coming out. The first single is Fool My Heart, which we heard on the show. That single is available at iTunes. And uh, when can we expect that full album to be available for, for us, Becca? Uh, well, you know what? I'm thinking by spring uh, we're going to have the entire project ready to go there i mean the whole team is just like holding me back from every angle to try to make sure i'm not like <laughs> sneaking new music out but because i'm super excited about it but uh i have uh, i've got a really killer single that i'm I'm going in i'm doing the vocals on it uh, tomorrow and we got a video coming out and that, that'll be out in uh in september right before the next ccma so uh that one's called nice. mountain child so that it's, it's gonna be really cool i'm excited for that one it's it's a different sound for me but um you know the last three years i've been working on this new project and i'm finally able to put some stuff out so we'll we'll give you a little bit at a time but i think the whole uh the whole bite will be out uh early next year very exciting and great to hear. And as far as videos go, in the meantime, people can uh, go to your website and YouTube and check out It Ain't Even Raining, which is a great song and video from you. And as we wrap up here, let's give a shout-out to Lauren Tuddy, who, of course, is working on your behalf to get your name and music out to radio. And uh, she does a great job. Absolutely. No, she's an angel. And I only get to see her once a year, but I chat with her every other day. So she's been awesome. awesome. She's a great person to have on your team if you're a new artist trying to, trying to get out there. Call Miss Tuddy. Well, Becca, this has been wonderful chatting with you and great to hear the new single, Fool My Heart, and I look forward to chatting again uh, down the road. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Dave. My guest has been country artist Becca. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.